There is nothing worse than untapped potential. If you know that you're made for more, this is the place. I know that every successful person I've ever met has one thing in common. They do not let themselves fall victim to their circumstances. They figure out a way to rise above it. So join me on this journey where I help you to be better, do better, and have better in life and in business. If you're feeling stuck and you're needing some practical tools, some hope to get you to that better life, this is definitely the place for you. Welcome to the Unsug Podcast. I am your host, Michelle Weemey, and today we get a chance to talk to mom and small business owner, Megan Rossman. You guys are going to be inspired by her sweetheart, her gentle demeanor, and her passion for helping other people get unstuck. Megan, thank you so much for being here today. I'm so excited for our conversation to, to light up the people who are listening. So thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. So I would love for you to give our audience a little snapshot of who you are, Megan. Like, tell us a little bit about who you are and what lights you up. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a small business owner. I started my business back um, last year in August, okay. and I design websites. I do search engine optimization. So basically help people find those websites or make sure that those websites get yeah. found on search engines. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I optimize websites as well. So that's a big part of who I am. But I would say at my core, um, I'm a mom and that's my biggest focus. Um, I have a two-year-old daughter and she turned two and a half yesterday (laughs) and she lights up my absolute world. She is the reason that I've done everything that we're going to talk about today. Um, And she's the reason that I am a small business owner. It's because it gave me the flexibility to be home with her and be a part of every part of her life, the mundane, small things um, to the most exciting moments. So Oh my gosh. She's my I, why. I, I know, right? Like, I love that. And I feel the same with, about my kids. Like, I saw my daughter holding a kitten the other day, and it was just like, oh, I wish I could just keep this in my head and my memory forever because it's the tiny little things that we get to be present for, as well as the big fancy, you know, whatever vacations or Christmas day or whatever it's, is all of the things. And so to be a more present mom is, is such a blessing, isn't it? It is. I so agree with that. And honestly, I do the same thing. Little things that'll happen. I I'll tell myself like 20 years from now, I really want to remember moments like this. And they, yes. people tell you that, um, that being a parent is like the most satisfying thing and the most gratifying job that you'll do. And you're like, yeah, I, I can imagine that it will be It a hundred percent is. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. so true. It's kind of one of those things where it's kind of the hardest, but the best thing you've ever done. Right? Exactly. Right. The <laughs> hardest, yes. The most difficult thing ever, but the most satisfying and you don't understand until you become a parent, but yeah. Um, yeah, those things really blend together. Oh my gosh. And so you said that you've been a business owner for, you know, the last like year and a half or so, just over a year. And before that, tell us a little bit about, you know, your, your life, you were in corporate America, if I recall from our past conversations. Correct. And so tell us a little bit about, about your life, like kind of give us a snapshot of, of how you came to where you are today. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I will start with, uh, we relocated, we being my husband and I relocated to Portland, Oregon uh, back in 2015, January 15. He had accepted an engineering role with Nike. So that relocated us from Michigan out to Portland, Oregon. Um, and we spent six years out there and it was wonderful. It was the most um, transformative six years of my entire life. And I'm, I'm only 30. So <laughs> um, I, but I will say that it, it just was phenomenal. So during that time, um, I started a role, I just got into marketing uh, with a veterinary specialist. She just approached me one day, uh, I was working 
as a, a veterinary technician, she approached me and was like, hey, I'm really looking for somebody to manage social media and my website. Um, I've kind of seen the way that you work and I know that you're going to school for marketing. And, and mind you, I was like in my prerequisites at that time. Um, I was not into senior level classes. I hadn't even touched a marketing class at that point, but I was interested in it. Um, and I knew, you know, that's the direction and path I was going to go. So I said, yes, absolutely. To that position. It was still to this day, my favorite job. I'm so, so, so appreciative of that veterinarian and my years there. Um, I worked for them throughout college, got my degree at Portland state university in marketing, um, business marketing is how they, they classify it. And, um, from there I did, I worked in corporate um, I had two other jobs. One was in real estate and then another one in financial services. Um, the financial services job was monumental for my career. It taught me so, so much. But during that time, I was building websites, optimizing websites, working on search engine optimization, a little bit of social media as well. Um, and then in 2020 is when I had uh, uh, my daughter, Reese, and I felt that I needed to slow down. Um, I was really, really into work and I was in a really fast paced environment and I knew that I wanted my focus to transition over to my daughter. And so that's when I made the change to, to come and work myself. Yeah. And what was the, you know, the hardest thing, I guess, that you have had to go through in order to become the person that you are? Because I think that's so much about just sharing our stories with each other is so helpful because we feel like, oh my gosh, I'm not alone, right? Like somebody else knows how I feel. Where were some of those most monumental moments that have kind of led you to where you are? Oh man. Um, there's a handful of them truly. Uh, I will say that during my years working in corporate from, from college on, um, I did struggle a lot with drinking. I was drinking pretty much every day, um, because underneath everything, all the success that I was having, um, I was very unhappy and I was not getting down to the root cause of, of what was causing that unhappiness. So I was masking and, um, and I felt like I, yeah, just overall in general was not happy with the direction that I was going in, even though I was checking all the boxes and doing all the things that you're supposed to do. Um, and the day that I signed up for my business, so when I say signed up, I mean, you know, processed all the paperwork through yeah. the state of Michigan and like got my LLC and all of that is the same day that I decided to stop drinking. Um, I stopped cold turkey. There was no, there was no like big uh, event that occurred, um, thankfully, <laughs> but I just knew that it was time. And that was like the catalyst for, for all of for where I am today, really. Um, that's a very general, like overview of, of it, but yeah. that's yeah. what I would and, say. And I would say like, I would love to talk to you a little bit more about that because there was something inside of you, right. That decided that there was something that needed to be different in this season of your life. Right. Yeah. So describe to me a little bit about what you were experiencing and what you wanted to experience that really helped to navigate that decision and create that change for you. I, I feel like people are going to be able to relate to this. I just had this overwhelming sense of feeling unsettled. Mm -hmm. um, that's the best way I can think to describe it. And when you feel that way, you know that you want change. 
and you know that you want it immediately. And it feels very overwhelming to, to get to where you want to go because I mean, in this case, specifically with me, like I didn't know what that looked like. I didn't know where I wanted to go, but I knew that I felt very unsettled and I knew that a change needed to happen. And I knew that that was going to start with my lifestyle. And when I think about, you know, changing your, your focus from being in corporate America, I think that a lot of times we, you know, get really comfortable in having a job or having a career where we work for someone else, because there are all the things that come along with that, the stability of knowing you have a paycheck, the possible benefits, retirement that you might have, healthcare, you know, that you have access to. Um, all of the things that go into that. So you had a really big life shift as far as just stopping that, right? And going into being a business owner, which is can be hard enough as it is. And then you also made this big decision to treat your body in a different way at the same time. So was there anything that was really, really hard or something that, that you want to just give people a sense of you can do it. Like, tell me a little bit about that handling both of those big life changes at the same time. Um, truthfully, it boils down to focusing on small steps. Mm -hmm. Um, when you look at the big picture and the big road ahead, like, obviously you need to have that in your mind because, um, you obviously want to move in a direction that's going to be more satisfying and bring you a lot more joy but um, for me I was focusing on small steps that led me where I am now and I had no idea that when I back in August decided to stop drinking and signed up for my LC I hadn't quit my job at that point um, that that I would be where I am today so Mm -hmm. I picked things that I knew would make a large impact but I only focused on those things yes Um, and stopping drinking is incredibly difficult especially like when you're doing it habitually which is really what I was doing I was doing it for the social aspect but I was also doing it to numb Mm -hmm. and um by making that choice to do it I I, you have to focus on one day at a time and I don't know if doing that in tandem with starting a business helped me and my business to focus on one day at a time Mm -hmm. it could have um and that sounds like a really general piece of advice but it really I think that it is solid Um, And that's what I would recommend to others. Well, I think that so oftentimes, especially when we have big dreams and you're starting a business from scratch, right? We can get so caught up in all of the things and we look at everybody else on social media or everybody else's websites and we expect ourselves to be, you know, 10 steps ahead of where we are. And we can sometimes get impatient and therefore then we start to doubt whether or not we have what it takes. And I think that you just saying that taking one step one day at a time really got you to where you are. And I want to just have you tell me a little bit about your business and your life today as it compared to, you know, a year and a half ago. And then I want to go into like some of the things that you did that got you you know, to where you are. So tell us a little bit more about a snapshot of today. So snapshot of today, I am not working a full five, like a standard typical work week. Um, I have care for my daughter in the mornings, two mornings a week. So I have two mornings that I'm dedicated to getting on calls with clients, um, doing like the nitty gritty work of yeah. my business. Yeah. Uh, and then I have a whole lot of flexibility um, to, to be able to do whatever, uh, whatever, you know, sounds good to my daughter and I that day. I mean, I I certainly go, we plan things. I have her in different classes and whatnot, but my focus still today 
is a hundred percent of my daughter. And, and that's something I'm really proud of. Um, uh, business is hard, especially in your first year when you're learning how to do all the ins and outs of everything. Um, and I've stayed true to my focus, which is my daughter. And I'm really, really proud of that. Um, she is two and a half, so she's <laughs> very unpredictable. Um, so that means that I adjusted my schedule and I wake up, um, very early. I wake up at four in the morning because I need, I found that I need, uh, good hour to myself before I have to jump into mom mode or work mode, whatever it's going to be that day. Um, and that's really, really worked for me and been really good for me. And that's another piece of stopping drinking is for me. Anyway, I've noticed, uh, I have a lot more wherewithal to figure out my needs and my wants and what works for me and what doesn't work for me. I'm a lot more in tune with myself and I have never been this way. Um, so I have a lot of gratification there a lot of, I'm, I'm very grateful for that. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. And so let's talk a little bit about your morning routine since you get up at 4am. That's hard as a mom because you know, like, oh my gosh, like we're tired chasing around a toddler is exhausting in itself. And then you're building your business. So tell me a little bit more about, you know, how you are able to get yourself disciplined enough to wake up at four in the morning and tell us a little bit about what you do during that time that you have to yourself. I think this is going to be very relatable for people. Um, so I'll tell you what I don't do. I don't wake up in the morning and uh, put my phone aside and jump into a workout and like go through a lot of morning routine items that a lot of people talk about. Yeah. I do whatever I feel like in the morning because that time is dedicated 100% to, to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so typically between like four and five, I will either read a book or sit on my phone for a little while uh go through tiktok is something that i enjoy to do yeah embarrassed to admit it but i do love it no it's fun Um, you have to have you have to have fun in your life and lighthearted so i think that's great Mm -hmm. that you recognize that yeah and then also there's an app called procreate where you can draw on your ipad I'll, i'll do that sometimes as well so uh i'm not strict on it um i do whatever feels good to me and if I do feel like being productive during that time, which many times I do after like 4.30, I will jump into work. Yeah. Um, but typically that starts around five o'clock and I'll work until my daughter wakes up, which is eh, it's getting earlier and earlier these days, but it depends. <laughs> um, yeah. And it, her being a toddler is is why I'm able to do this. If she was younger, um, newborn infant, uh, I, I don't know. I would not have been able to do yeah. it this yeah. in that season of life. Yeah. So her being older is definitely helpful. <laughs> And you found that that morning time was more important to you than like maybe tacking on some me time at the in the evening. Oh, absolutely. At yeah. the end of the day, I'm exhausted. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't have, I'm not as uh, sharp, I suppose is how I would yeah. describe it. So the morning yeah. definitely works for me, but somebody else might find that in the evening, having that dedicated time really works for them. Yeah. About. Yeah. So I think just recognizing what works well for you and then giving yourself that permission to have some time to yourself, because oftentimes we fail to recharge ourselves and you Mm -hmm. can't be the mom or the business owner that you really need to be if you're not taking care of yourself. And I think it's so often we, we kind of put that to the side. And I love the fact that you have made it intentional for you to, to make time in your life and your schedule for that. Yeah, that's a really good way to describe it. Very intentional. Um, Because I know that there's a dedicated time where I can have some mindless scrolling on my phone, which I love to do. Um, And it does help me to keep away from from those pulls throughout the day when I'm trying to be present with my daughter or present at work. 
Absolutely. So what are some of the other things that you would love for our audience to learn from your experience? Because I know that when we've chatted in the past, like you, you really have this passion for helping other people because of what you've gone through yourself. So this is your, your moment to, to tell us anything that you feel we really need to know. Um, I will say that if you have ever felt the pull to work for yourself, that it is a lot more obtainable than I think an average person would imagine. Um, I spent so much time in the, I need to learn everything phase before I make any sort of changes. I need to make sure that I know every single detail before I do anything. Mm -hmm. And in all honesty, I I was going to start my business two other times and didn't do it because I didn't feel prepared enough. Mm -hmm. And in a way, I think that's good. Um, I think that of course, you know, um, arming yourself with knowledge is never going to be harmful by any means. And preparation is really important. Um, so I don't, I don't want to negate that. However, um, I do think that you can get stuck in that phase and I think that it can keep you from making, um, making the next step because you feel like you're being productive. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so um, I think that if you have thought about starting your own business, it is absolutely obtainable. Um, for me, it was really easy because I was transitioning from a career that I was already doing and then starting a business that was very similar to that. So it might be um, a little bit different in my circumstance, but um, I, I'm definitely happy to be a resource for anybody who's interested in starting those steps. Uh, if you have any questions, I'm definitely happy to help because. It's not, it's not as, um, as difficult as one person would imagine. And, you know, you mentioned earlier in that conversation that you took one small step at a time. So can you take us through some of those very basic early steps that somebody would start to consider when they're feeling this pull, they're feeling like there's got to be something more that there has to be a better way for me to have the balance that I'm looking for you know, whatever it is that's prompting this feeling, what types of small steps would you say for people to start to think about or perhaps start to execute? If the pull that you're feeling is to start a business, Mm -hmm. I would recommend making sure that you get your LLC and get your business legal with your state um, and, and finding out whatever steps that is and doing that first. It's it's monetarily speaking very, very reasonable. Um, at least in Michigan, it is, is what I should say. I, I don't know in other States. Um, but that was a really big, huge motivating step. Like I remember my husband being so excited for me and we celebrated the night that I had filed all my paperwork. Um, and so that was a big step. That's something that's just like a, an easy box to check and it gives you a lot of momentum. So, um, doing little steps like that, like like the, the nitty gritty administrative work behind starting a business, you know, gets you really excited. I will say if you're, if you get hung up on creative aspects and you dive into, you know, to get my branding together, or I have to uh, have a website that is perfectly um, aligned with what, what direction I'm wanting to go. Um, that can be a little bit more difficult and you can get hung up on those details. So finding steps that are going to give you momentum is, I think, key. Yeah, absolutely. And when we think about the podcast and our message here is just people that feel stuck and trying to give them hope and practical solutions, what other things would you love to mention? Um, 
I suppose that I would mention is take small steps, um, come up with whatever it is that you want to do. In this case, if it is start your own business, decide what that is um, and take, take whatever your first step is going to be. Uh, like I said, I recommend just filing your paperwork and getting, getting your business legalized because you want to separate yourself from your business and have a second entity. Um, but I say, take the first step today uh, and, and go from there. Oh my gosh. I love that. Well, gosh, Megan, thank you so much for being here and sharing your heart, sharing your vulnerability, sharing your passion for, for being the best version of yourself so that you can raise the most amazing daughter that you have. And I just, I just love that so much into your heart. If you guys feel like this conversation completely spoke to you, I want to make sure that you hit subscribe and leave a review, maybe even share this story out on your stories and tag us so that we get a chance to share you as well. It's always fun to interact with you guys. And Megan, one of the things that I always love to do is to have you ask a question to the audience. It's going to help move them forward from where they are to where they want to be. What kind of things would you ask them to, to think about, or what is a question that you would ask them to think about? My goodness. What a good question. Um, I think a good question to ask yourself is where in your life do you feel unsettled? What, what's a, a loop that you are in? that you can solve today? Um, and how is that going to help you get to where you wanna go? Cause that's one step, one thing that you can work to solve to, to get you where you wanna go. Oh my gosh, I love that. You guys make sure that you check out the show notes so that you have all the ways to connect with Megan. And thank you so much for listening. Megan, thank you so much for sharing your heart today. I'm so appreciative of you. Mm -hmm. Bye everybody, thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening to the Untuck Podcast. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you. And don't forget to check out the show notes if you want to get into my private club, The Better Club, to be able to learn better ways to be better, do better, and have better. So until next time, keep showing up. Let's get unstuck together. Have a great day.